Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Social Podcast. My name is Jill, and I am your host. And today, we're going to be talking about how to start your side hustle right so that it can become your full-time job. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm the owner of Fox Social Media, and my company's been helping businesses, practices, and brands to both market and grow online for the past 10 years now. And I'm so excited to have both my YouTube show by the same name and this podcast so that I can help all of you as well. So let's get started. Since you're listening to this podcast today, I'm going to guess that you are one of the huge portion of Americans that either have your own business or are dreaming of having your own business. And the good news is that this dream is way more attainable now than it ever has been in the past. And the key to making it a reality is to take the right steps and get yourself started the right way so that you have the greatest chance of success. And what starts as a side hustle can grow to become a full-time gig. My company, Fox Social Media, is a really good example of this. I did a few things right from the beginning, um, probably accidentally at that point, and other things I learned along the way and wished I had done from the very beginning. So I am going to give you tips to help you get started on the right foot with your business. Number one, understand your why. And it can't just be, oh, I want to start this business because I want to make a million dollars. Well, there's got to be more to it than that. You have to know why do you want the money? What are you going to do with it? What is it going to provide for you? Because money's just a vehicle. For example, a few of the things that I love about having my own business are most importantly that I can control my schedule. So if there are a few hours I want to spend with my grandbabies, I can do that. The other thing I love is that I can control the amount of money I earn to some degree, of course, but I can go out there and take on additional clients or different types of projects and raise my income level. Um, you can't do that with a regular job. And the other part I love is that I'm building my own business. I love that I have the control to make the decisions and uh, no one's you know, overseeing or telling me I can't do something or I can't go out of my way for one of my clients because that's one of the things I really think is important to go above and beyond. Number two is to make sure there's no conflict of interest with your current job. Even though you're starting your side hustle and that's going to take a lot of your attention, make sure that there isn't a conflict of interest and that you're still doing a good job, you're being effective, you're being ethical, and you're still representing your current employer well during this transition. Number three is to decide on what type of business you're going to start. So look at your skills, your experiences, and your passions, and make sure that the new business is a good fit for you. You want to do something that you are good at and that you really love because you're going to be putting a lot of time into this new business, and you really want it to be your passion and um, something that you're thrilled to do. And you want to be working with people that you like in a field where you're happy to help solve a particular problem for those people. And that can be a business that's a service-based business or a product-based business because they both have quite a few merits. So you want to make sure it's the right one for you. Number four, determine how much time and money you are comfortable allocating toward this new venture. 
Do not overextend yourself time-wise or money-wise, or it's going to be very hard to make it work. You've got to still take care of yourself, take care of your health, get enough sleep, take care of your family, all the things you already do. So it's important to take a look at this and be realistic with the time and, you know, grow slowly. You don't have to grow like crazy all at once. Number five, do your research. Make sure that there is a market and that people are willing to pay for the product or the service that you want to sell. So you're gonna go on Google and type in the phrase or the field uh, questions around that particular product and just see what people are saying. You're also gonna research competitors and see what they're doing. Are they growing? Are there a lot of them? Um, You want to see that, yes, there is definitely a market for your product or service before you get started and that people are willing to pay for it. The worst thing to do would be for you to put all this time and effort and money into something that there isn't a large enough market for or that people aren't willing to pay for. So it's really important to do this research um, and don't get carried away with your dream or your passion. Just kind of try to look at a objectively first. Once you've got everything set up, get started and validate your idea as soon as possible. Now, all this really means is that you're going to make sure that you're able to get several people to buy your product or service. So obviously, at first, you're going to start with friends and family, but you don't want to count 100% on them because a lot of them will pay for something, at least something inexpensive just to support you. So you're going to want to go out and see if even acquaintances and people you know, people in your circle, if you can get anyone to buy your product or service, that'll give you a good indication right off the bat. Number seven, differentiate yourself from your competitors in some way. You want to find a way to positively stand out from the crowd. So you want to, even if it's a product that other people sell, put your own spin on that product. You know, give it a different feature. Give it a a complete instruction guide that no one else offers. Um, Do something different with it. And the same thing goes for a service. Maybe you package it differently or offer it in a different way or offer additional services added on. So just find a way to be a little bit different than everyone else is in that same industry. Number eight is so important. Tell your story. People buy from other people. They don't buy from businesses. So it's super important to make that human connection with your potential clients and customers. Give them a chance to get to know, like, and trust you. And when you tell your story, you know, tell a little bit about your background, why you're so passionate about this business and what made you get into this business and exactly who you want to help and what problem you want to solve. This will help you right off the bat to um, relate to those potential clients and customers and make them feel um, drawn to you a little bit and like they already know you. Number nine, tell your clients and customers stories too. Even if you have one, obviously get their permission first. But you want to generate testimonials, success stories, before and after photos, and get the clients and customers permission in writing, by the way, to share them online. You want your clients and customers to tell their story, how your product or your service improved their lives, solved a problem, um, just made life easier for them. You want things like 
short testimonials or success stories, before and after photos, anything that will help your ideal clients and customers to relate to both your client who's telling the story and you. And just to say, hey, this is a legitimate person who has helped someone else and maybe they can help me with this problem as well. Number 10, get feedback from your clients and customers. Ask them what they like about your product or service, what they don't like, what additional uh, services, benefits, features they would like to see in your product, um, how they use your product. Are they maybe using it totally differently than you ever expected? So all of this information can really help you to make small tweaks to your product or services in order to continue to one, differentiate yourself and two, to better meet the needs of your clients and customers. Number 11, set realistic goals. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And you don't want to be setting yourself up for failure. You know, you're just starting this business. Okay, three months from now, I'm going to quit my job and live on this income. That's not likely. It's not that it doesn't ever happen, but it's very unlikely. Don't set yourself up for disappointment. Just be happy to grow slowly and in a way that is livable for you because you've got to hang on to your um, your old job uh, until you're able to replace your income from this new job. So set your goals realistically. You know, in the beginning, you're going to grow slower. As you, uh, as you get some traction, you'll grow a little faster. But you don't want to be disappointed. You want to be happy and um, loving the process. Number 12, and this is a huge one, and I feel really strongly about this. Do not take on any debt. Do as much of the work as you possibly can yourself in the beginning and only pay for the things that are absolutely 100% essential. Don't get carried away with um, buying, you know, oh gosh, memberships and everything. Every single um, course there is, every single product there is out there, every single website membership or app or program to help you. Just make it super, super simple and do not take on any debt. I started Fox Social Media for $7.99, and it is now my full-time job. So I'm going to link to that story, by the way, because that's that goes into a whole different how I did it story. So I'm going to link to that below in the show notes. Um, but again, start small and inexpensively. Number 13, schedule time to work on your business consistently make it a priority. If you can schedule your most important tasks and tackle those, you know, maybe a few a night after work, and then you're going to work on the weekends and days off on this business and kind of look at that as your me time, your free time, your fun time, because it's super exciting to um, create a business and to watch it grow and growing slowly is okay. Please remember that. Number 14, market yourself and your business. As we talked about before, people buy from people. They don't buy from companies. So it's 
really, really important that you make that human connection with your ideal clients and customers. And a great way to do that is to share content around your product or your service that's going to help your ideal clients and customers. Share photos and stories and tips and information and behind the scenes and all kinds of things where it's like you're bringing those people into your business and letting them follow you around for a day. Just, you know, you want to really let them get to know you, like you, and trust you. And a great way to do it is what I'm doing right now, Um, whether it be a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel, any way that you can get information out there that's going to help those ideal clients. Number 15, also incredibly important, do not quit your day job yet. Make sure that you have a sustainable business, not just a month or two of success, because you've got to be able to prove that you can maintain and sustain that success. It's really important that you are making enough money from your side hustle to be comfortable living on before you quit your day job. And one of the other great ideas is to start putting a savings account together that's specifically for the ups and downs in your new business. And don't use that. Just have that as as backup. Don't use that to say, oh, I'm going to quit my job earlier. That's just going to fill in the gaps while you're in your first year or two of, of your business. So I guess the most important lesson here is don't make your life complicated. Don't put yourself and your family in a super stressful Um, environment by not having enough money to pay your bills. It's not going to benefit you in the long run. Join a mastermind or a group. So here you're looking for a group of entrepreneurs for support, advice, friendship, all the things that your family and friends would love to be able to give to you, but many, if not most of them are not going to understand the process you're going through and not going to be able to give you good advice in this area. So it is really great to have a group of people where you can bounce ideas off of, or even, you know, tell, talk about, Hey, I'm having a problem with this. What do you guys think? And you're going to come up with some great answers from a group like that. There's going to be a lot of experience in the group. And usually in these groups, People are super willing to help each other. And number 17, understand that there will be ups and downs. So it's crucial that you celebrate even your tiniest little bitty wins and that you love the process because it will go up and down. There will be great days and frustrating days. And what you need to look at is the overall growth and the overall picture of your business, not just yesterday was a great day, today's a terrible day, so I hate this. It's not a straight line. It's going to, uh, you know, like I say, go up and down quite a bit. And you want to look at the big picture from day one to whatever today is, how far have I come and what have I accomplished? Remember that you don't need a million dollar business to be successful. It doesn't need to be earning a million dollars in revenue every year to be successful. Success is different to every person. You may be able to have a business that earns $50,000 a year, depending on your situation, and be ultra, ultra successful and perfectly positioned where you need to be. So just remember that success is whatever it means to you. And don't worry about other people because their situations are completely different than yours are. Which brings up a really good point, and that is not to compare yourself to others. You don't know how much help they had, how long they've been doing it, 
um, how big their budget was, um, did they grow up in a family of entrepreneurs. There's so many different factors that are involved in each person's process that they're a completely different story than you are. And the only thing you really want to focus on is your story. Now, I hope that this list will really help you to get started on a business that you will both love and have success with. And if you need any additional assistance with small business startup, operations, marketing, please scroll through the other episodes of this podcast because you're gonna find a ton of information there. All of the information is geared towards people who are wanting to start a small business, a personal brand, want to grow it. And I want to teach all this information in the easiest way possible, not overloading you with a ton of information you don't need to know. So that's the goal here is to make it usable and simple. And if you have any other questions or you need ongoing support, please feel free to join my free Facebook group called Social Media and Marketing for Over 50s. Now, you don't need to be over 50. Quite frankly, I named it that just to give kind of an idea of who it's for. It's for people who didn't grow up with the internet or who really just didn't take a liking or an interest in it at a young age and and are kind of beginners where that comes in. So again, that will be linked in the show notes as well. And thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you have a great day. And if you have gotten a lot of use out of this or any of my podcast episodes, please leave me a review. I would love that. And please consider subscribing to this channel. And I will talk to you again next week.